you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. You clicked. You made it. I thank you. I love you. I'm going to get you out here quick today. We always say 10 minutes for 10 takes. Immaculate. I have 10 takes, and I'll get them all in in 10 minutes, and I will get you out of here. I promise a lean, mean, twisted steel-type experience here. Let's do it right now. Let's work on the core. Take number one. Start the clock. They do not play Super Bowls in November, but if they did, there would be a parade in Baltimore next week. The Ravens right now, if you're a power-ranking type of fella or gal, which I'm usually not, they're the number one team in the league. There's something different about when Baltimore dominates as they did this weekend versus when other teams dominate. And I think it's because it's so much on the ground. Watching a team run all over someone is more intimidating. It is more shock and awe than watching a team pass all over somebody. Everybody passes. We get it. It's 2023. The quarterbacks are talented. The coordinators are brilliant. It's watching a team run for 298 yards is so intimidating. Because it's like watching body blow knockouts. Sometimes when I'm bored on YouTube, I'll just pull up boxing highlights and I will type in YouTube body shot knockouts and just they hit them right in the liver and then there's that delay and then the boxer just goes down to a knee. I find it more satisfying, more intimidating than your classic headshot knockout. That's what the Ravens do. You want some stats? I don't do a lot of stats, but I'll do it right now. 298 yards rushing. I mentioned that against Seattle. Baltimore also leads the NFL in sacks. Their pass rush has more sacks than any other. Lamar Jackson right now is leading the NFL in completion percentage. He's also leading all quarterbacks in rushing yards. The last quarterback to lead the NFL in completion percentage and lead all quarterbacks in rushing yards was Steve Young for the Niners. He was the MVP that year. They won the Super Bowl that year. They beat the pants off the Chargers. Right now, the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Number two, I'm going to quote some succession. Succession's very uh, six to nine months ago, but I'm going to do it anyway. My favorite character on the show, Logan Roy, and I will say this to the Miami Dolphins. I love you, but you are not serious people. You are a very good team. You have a very promising future, both on your roster and your coaching staff. But you cannot be considered a serious threat or one of the upper echelon teams right now. Maybe you will in the future. You are not now. I wasn't grabbing on that thing people were talking about in the early parts of the season about well, you know, Miami is fattens up against bad teams, can't beat anybody good. I just thought, you know, let's give them a little time. This was a real measuring stick against the Chiefs, and it wasn't good. You, you managed to come back in the second half, but it's just you haven't beaten anybody. This is not my opinion. This is a fact here. The Miami Dolphins, when they play teams that are 500 or worse, they're 6-0 and with 39 points per game. When they play teams that are above 500, they're 0-3, with 17 points a game. That is a three-touchdown difference. You fatten up on the bad teams. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a living. You'll get to the playoffs with it. But until you graduate up to beating someone who actually matters ever, you're not serious people. Take number three. We have an AFC Big Four. 
right now there is a final four, the one, two, three, and four seed. It's pretty interesting. I have the Ravens right now are the best team in the AFC. Then I'm going to go with the very, very closely contested two spots of the Chiefs. And then three is definitely the Bengals, and they want that too. And then four, I think you have to give it to Jacksonville, who's on a bye right now, but I think that's it. Buffalo is not in it. The Dolphins are not in it. The Browns are not in it. The Steelers are not in it. That's who I have right now. It's a pretty cool foursome. Ravens, Chiefs, Bengals, who are terrifying, and basically slapped around the Bills last night, and then finally Jacksonville at four. Take number four. Cowboys, what are we supposed to do with you? Really, what should I say? You try to be positive about Dak played really well. CeeDee Lamb put up some huge numbers. Who cares? Do you want me to just sit around and twiddle my thumbs and say, well, yeah, they, they gave it a good shot. I'm tired of saying the Cowboys gave it a good shot. The Cowboys are empty calories. Everybody in the nutrition world or these, these trainers on Instagram will talk about empty calories. What empty calories means, you eat something like a donut or French fries that has no nutritional value at all. It's just heavy with calories and either sugar or salt or both. Tastes really good. There's no nutrients. There's no vitamins. There's no protein. That's the Cowboys. We ooh and ah because of the star in their helmet, and they have famous players who put up numbers. In the end, what is the nutritional value of that performance they had against the Eagles? A game in which they had a first and goal inside the 10 to win the game and put it in reverse 50 miles an hour and lost. A game in which Dak Prescott could have made a huge two-point conversion and just stepped out of bounds. I don't know why, but he shouldn't have. Another time on the goal line, they throw it to the tight end. He can't break the plane. Don't step out of bounds, Dak. Make the touchdown. Win the game. It's not enough to put up numbers. Give me some real value and prove to me that you are different from any other Cowboys team of my adult life. Every single year, I ask the question, the Cowboys look good. Are they any different? The answer is no. They're just, they're not. They're not different. They're no country for old men. No country, also in Texas, where it looks really great. And you're like, I think I'm watching a classic. And this is, again, against the Eagles. This movie is so good, and the villain is compelling, and the acting is good, and the scenery is beautiful. And then in the last act of the movie, the last couple minutes, you're like, what the hell happened? Brolin is on the ground, and he's dead? We've been with this guy for over two hours. All of a sudden, we don't even get to see what happened to him. It all goes astray. That's the Cowboys. It looks amazing for over two hours, and then boom, I don't know what I just watched. What happened? It's very disappointing. Take number five, the Bills are not good. The defense is completely beat up. Josh does not look comfortable. He's thrown an interception in five straight games. I watch the Bills, and I say, damn, they need a bye week. They need a bye week. Just take some time off. The bye week's not coming. They have a really late bye. I watch the Bills out there, and it looks like they're in the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest little red sliver on your cell phone battery. You've already gone to low power at 20%. You went to low power at 10%. There's no charger. There's no plug. There's no nothing. The Bills look exhausted. They have for weeks, and the bye ain't coming. I'm worried about the Bills. They are not one of the better teams in the AFC right now. Take number six. Easiest bet in the world is always betting on interim coach, especially in the case of the Raiders. You knew they were going to be gangbusters after Josh McDaniels leaves. They were having a party on the sideline, in the locker room. I love watching this play out because the Raiders win, and then you start to say, I don't know, maybe this Antonio Pierce, they should keep him on a long time. Be careful with that. The, the interim head coach is you get out of a nasty divorce and then you're with this rebound relationship. You're like, this is fun. We're going on vacation, and uh, we're doing all kinds of different things, and I feel like a new man or a new woman. You know what you don't say to the rebound? You don't say, you know what? 
Let's get married. I love it so much. Look, be careful. Be very careful with that. Take number seven. I keep waiting for the Chiefs to fall apart. Everyone tells me how bad they are and how terrible the offense is and they can't possibly win. Listen, I know it's not pretty. I know Mahomes' numbers aren't gaudy. How's their record? Looks pretty good, right? Looks like they're going to be hosting the AFC title game again, the Arrowhead Invitational. You can tell me all the time they don't have the weapons and Kelsey needs help and Mahomes needs help. Pretty much every week I tune in and they win, including against good opponents. I'm not worried about them until they start losing. Take number eight. A lot of people like to complain about the rules protecting quarterbacks, and I really get it. They are frustrating and they're annoying, and there was a really, really bad roughing the passer yesterday, including some other ones. You know what's worse than the rules to protect quarterbacks? Backup quarterbacks starting games. I don't want to see that. You hate the rules protecting quarterbacks? Do you like watching Clayton Toon? Do you like watching Tyson Bagent and Jaron Hall? I don't. I want to see Kyler Murray, and I want to see Justin Fields, and I want to see Kirk Cousins. So I know the rules are annoying, and I get annoyed by them too. More annoying is when the quarterbacks are hurt, and you have to tune in to see some guy who literally is named Toon, and that's who you're tuning in for. I hate it. I am not going to ever argue against those rules as annoying as they are because the worst thing ever is seeing the stars on the sideline and some guy you haven't even heard of is playing for your favorite team. Take number nine. MMA fighters are not human beings. I mean that as a compliment. I did this piece with Chris Weidman for CBS this past week. Chris Weidman is a former UFC middleweight champion of the world. He knocked out Anderson Silva. No big deal. And listen, I'm not naive. I'm around pro athletes. A lot. I get to as part of my work. I'm around NFL players, past and present. NFL players are usually really large dudes who are massively genetically blessed, and you understand why they got to do what they got to do with their careers. I look at MMA fighters. I don't even think we're the same species. I, I don't think they're Homo sapiens. I talk to some of them. I, I'm like, you got your. You came from a mother and a father like I did, and you're going to go into a cage and try to kick someone in the head, or maybe he's going to kick you in the head, the kind of shape they're in, the kind of presence they have, the training they do, the pursuit that they have. It's nothing like, yeah, we got the Packers this weekend. Oh, no, I got some Brazilian guy who's going to pull my larynx into an oblivion and I can't breathe anymore, and then I'm going to try to make a living that way. So much respect for MMA fighters. If you didn't see the piece I'm talking about, it's all my social. Take number 10. Rudy makes me cry every time I watch it. I'm talking about the Sean Aston Rudy. A lot of people roll their eyes at Rudy because a lot of it is very contrived. And I think the players in Notre Dame probably were making fun of Rudy when they carried him off. But I watched it on a plane this weekend. I'm sitting there just tears streaming down my face. Charles S. Dutton, Ned Beatty. You may hate Rudy. I cry every time I watch it, and I love it. Boom! I had more to say about Rudy, but I'm out of time. I am beholden to a 10-minute time structure, which I promise you find people. Go back, finish your cigarette, finish your, uh, your bathroom break, whatever it may be. Lean and mean, that is how we do it. All I ask of you, like, retweet, share, respond, subscribe, review, blast it to the heavens. Tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your wife, tell everybody about 10 takes with me, Kyle Brandt. We deliver it in just 10 minutes with a little bit of change on the other end. But that's it, guys. We will see you next week. Love you. 10 takes. Thank you. Ten Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to Apple, go anywhere you like, it'll be there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.